0: Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, coming to you from River Road Studios. Today's show is sponsored by Occupy Medical.
1: Occupy Medical is a free integrated health clinic in Springfield, Oregon. You can find us on the web at Occupy-Medical.org. And just remember, we are a 501c3 organization. We help with integrated health, and we are a free clinic, and we're full of love. So make sure you write out those donations, and we will send you a tax receipt.
0: Uh, get Healthy Now with Candace.
2: Get Healthy Now with Candace, connecting people with plans to transform lives. As the old year wraps up and the new year, new year starts off, I bet you y'all are looking to get your health care goals met this year, right? Sure, I am. I would love to work with you. I am accepting new clients. If you'd like to learn more, contact me through com.
0: And Hunter Creation, if you're looking to get your business cards or brochures or posters, banners printed, Hunter Creation can help you save a lot of money, and they usually beat Vistaprint. So if you're looking for good printing prices, contact HunterCreation.com.
2: That's all you new herbal businesses, too, over this next year. You're going to need printing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll need printing. That's for sure. And Vistaprint, it's not necessarily your friend.
1: No, no. they, they uh, did a really great job of selling my uh, email. Oh, lots of places. Great. I did not appreciate that. No, bad, bad. Right. Y'all didn't do that for me though. So that's fine. we're using to Let Hunter Creation
2: do it. They'll mm-hmm. do it
0: right. All right. Sierra Lupe.
1: Sierra Lupe Herbal Consulting is my personal herbal consulting business. And my specialty is working with existing diagnosis and medication. Although I have patients that come in that don't have a, um, existing uh, medication, and I help supplement whatever the things are that you 've got going in your life to achieve a healthier lifestyle. Uh, you can reach me at Sierra Lupe herbal
2: consulting at gmail dot com yes, and remember sue 's really really good at connecting and talking with doctors and speaking their language so if you 're concerned about the herbs that you want to use and you want to make sure that the doctor respects that, sue will be your person that's right. I speak doc.
0: <laughs> All right. Ace High Heat Graphics, if you're looking for custom imprinted shirts or hats, they've got you covered. If you're looking for uh, a great way to fundraise for your organizations, they can offer you a one-color white shirt at $5.25, $5. which allows you to turn around and sell it for a whole lot more. So if you have any fundraising needs, contact AceHighHeatGraphics.com or sales at com.
2: Oh, and don't forget. That you will also be supporting youth because that's actually a youth-owned business. That's right. It is.
0: It is a youth-owned business. Uh, Herbal Nerd Society, guys.
2: The Herbal Nerd Society is my favorite group of folks.
0: Yes. They are fabulous. <laughs> they are wonderful. <laughs> yep. The Herbal Nerd
2: Society is our collective society mm-hmm. for teaching and sharing great information on herbs. Mm -hmm. They support us by paying a small monthly membership fee, and we support them in their herbal studies by creating and writing on
1: different herbs each month. Yep. We focus on one herb a month, which we've said over and over again, that's the best way to learn herbs. Just take one and focus on it and make it your friend.
2: And for those of you who've tried that and then say, oh, my God, so I got to know these five herbs really well, but I really don't know how to formulate with them. We write articles every month on on formulation for working with the specific herb that we're working with. Mm -hmm. And once you get to know it really well, here's some ideas for how to formulate with it. Yep.
1: Using it energetically. Um, We'll pick one of the chemical constituents and talk about that one. And then you find when we're talking about another herb, it'll have a similar chemical in it. and then you're interlacing your knowledge through the months so that you understand how these herbs work with our bodies even better. It's pretty fun. And just a, a basic introduction that Candice specializes in mm-hmm. every time is nice so that you're not lost in this herbal, no. herbal world. You, you have
2: a, a helping hand along the way and will the in that introduction we usually source videos that are beyond the practical herbalist so you mm-hmm. kind of get an idea of some other potential herbal teachers that might be good ones to look at yep. and a thought on whether or not this might be an herb you can grow mm-hmm. that's right
0: other be- other benefits are access to all of the past podcasts that you can stream from your iPhone or phone or your computer and also a typically an advertising free um Re- readability on this sc- on the uh, on the website. Yep. Yep. I had a whole different sentence to say there, but it didn't work out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, ad free viewing. There yes, you go,
2: ad free viewing. Um,
0: so uh, for forty nine ninety nine a month, or four ninety nine. No, forty nine ninety nine for the year. Yeah, that makes and more sense. Four dollars 99 a month. You can become a member and support the Back to Los Radio. Yep. All right. So on with the show. Liver health often comes up as a hot topic among herbalists, nutritionists, and natural health professionals for good reason. The modern diet and lifestyle so many of us practice create a lot of work for our livers. bad news is that leads leads to more health problems at younger ages. The good news is we have many terrific herbs to help us detoxify and support our livers. Today we're talking with Jacob Levine, nutritional therapy practitioner and nutritional health coach at Natural Grocers in Eugene, Oregon, about his favorite liver support herb, milk thistle. Now, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe.
1: I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Lupe. And, and welcome,
0: welcome to, to Real Herbalism,
3: Herbalism Radio.
2: Welcome, Yakov.
3: Yeah, how you all doing?
2: Good. We're so happy to have you here today. Yeah. We've had you
1: as, as a guest a few times and had you mm-hmm. as a speaker for our Let's Talk series. And it's nice to have you here also to mm-hmm talk about milk thistle. I appreciated you writing that article about salt for our website.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. So we're really getting spoiled.
3: Yeah. Great. Well, I always, you know, I love you all. I'm always happy to be in a studio with you.
1: Mm-hmm. So how is it that you got your interest in milk thistle?
3: Oh, probably some of my earlier herbal teachers, uh, shared the benefits and the simplicity. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, um, how I've used it most of the years is uh, I'll just use some ground up uh, milk thistle. I'll the just seed. take a spoon of it, yeah, this mouth, mm-hmm. milk thistle seed, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, swallow with a teaspoon of that and chase it with some water. And, um, you know, voila, you I know. have a uh, 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 healthier liver because of that.
2: Nice. Can you, could you theoretically put it in capsules if you wanted?
3: Yeah, it's in, it's in capsules. It, so it can be used well, in I mean, capsules. Well, if you
2: ground it like yourself, because it's not that hard to. Yeah. I'm just thinking the taste. I have to admit, milk thistle is not my favorite flavor. Well,
3: one of the one of its um, herbal benefits is as a bitter.
2: It's the bitter, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh,
3: so when we get the when we have the taste of the herb, sometimes we get that extra added uh, bonus.
2: Do you think it would work well if you were to tincture it and then use it as a bitters, like a bitters tonic, like in tonic water or something like that? It
3: could that that could work as well, and it, and it's, it certainly works. Uh, in that form, you still see it often. Um, folks that are using milk thistle are also maybe avoiding alcohol. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, so, I wonder if uh, a
2: glycerin is yeah. it, do you think it's a there lot are, of the there's, there's like, extract?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It will extract
2: it, well into like water or glycerin? It, it, it will.
3: It will. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, but it's uh, often, and and a lot of folks will use a uh, an um, alcohol extract and then just, uh, you know, just. Heat drop it in them. some hot water, and, yeah. and you know the alcohol volatile and will evaporate out most of it. Makes
2: sense, yeah, yeah. I've done that a few times too.
3: I mean, of course, sometimes we're we're using milk thistle because we're yeah. we've overused alcohol, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and have yeah. some issues with uh, liver health, and uh, trying, working on trying to to improve that. So that would be kind of a little counterproductive to have the extract.
2: When I first yeah. learned about milk thistle, it was like twenty years ago, and the herbalist that was teaching me at the time. Said, and I don't know if it's really accurate because I mean it may have been accurate then, but at this point I'm not sure if it's relevant. That herbalist told me that it's best to reserve milk thistle for extreme cases of poisoning, like you just ate deadly mushrooms, or or you're you spent the last two decades drinking too much alcohol and now you're well on the way to psoriasis. You know that was when you used mm-hmm. milk thistle. And Mm -hmm. I have to admit, in the last ten years, I have seen a lot more herbalists from various places, various you know, traditions and whatnot, and levels, really suggesting milk thistle more as kind of a daily tonic. What's your take on that? That's
3: that's how I've learned. And I think um, twenty years ago, the world was less toxic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Twenty years ago, we were actually having less impact from alcohol. Mm -hmm. So uh, the um, the form of of, uh, of milk thistle. Um, that would be used for like acute poisoning would be more of an extract uh, that would be um, more concentrated in somarins in and in a number of compounds in milk thistle that are specifically protective of the uh, of the liver. Okay, and will protect the liver's cells from being destroyed by uh, by that, by poisons.
2: Right, so from a daily perspective, though, just taking your ground up mukissel and throwing it in yeah. your smoothies every day or
3: mm-hmm. something like yeah. that is he actually had, going to be helpful. yeah he uh, uh, jim duke would um would roast it and have it as a coffee substitute.
2: Oh nice. really One of his favorite's
3: It's, a rel- it's, a, it's yeah. sort of a relative of chicory, so I you know see chicory that. is used that way and, and uh, I heard him mention that at a something you know many, many years ago as well.
2: I could see that. That and could be a tasty, that plus some chicory and some roasted dandelion roots together could yeah. make a really nice, Sounds flavorful breakfast drink or yeah. daily drink.
3: Yeah, we're always looking yeah. for for some alternatives so we're not having the same old coffee every day or the same old tea. Right. good.
2: Well, and dandelion and milk thistle and chicory are less stimulating and more... It's not like they they don't stop your energy. They're not sedating. They move energy, but mm-hmm. it's just not like zingy. Right. You know, it doesn't trigger your um, nervous system.
3: And as some, much. you know, sometimes we also when we're when we're when we're um, using those liver loving herbs, mm-hmm. um, we have more energy because one of the things that they support yeah. in our liver is our blood sugar balance. Yes, and when our blood sugar is balanced, we're our energy level is more even and yeah, and yeah, balanced as well.
1: Have you, you ever harvested sense. milk thistle seed?
3: I have not. I have not. I have. Yeah, tell us about it.
1: Well, it's, it's quite the endeavor because I guess tall. So you're b- bending that stock back when it um, is starting to poof out. Mm-hmm. And it because it, it, they're attached to those tiny little poofs. Little tassels. That ta- yeah, the mm-hmm. tassels that take it out to the wind. And so I was harvesting with Patty Leahy who's been a guest uh, as well, and she has some articles on our site too. And so we were thinking the best way of doing it after our extravaganza Hmm. was to cover the seed heads with like paper bags or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. until it was ready Mm -hmm. and then harvest it after it dried a little Mm -hmm. bit rather than try to chase it down like we did. (laughs)
3: <laughs> you probably do that with a little bit of cloth as well, or you know, right. muslin or something. And uh, I met, you know, and you know, thistles typically are, you know, can be considered invasives. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, yes. so uh, they are. you know, one, not wanting that to be where you don't want it to be, right? So right. Be yeah, a, be a challenge with that as well if you're trying to, uh, you're not wanting that to mingle with other mm-hmm. other plants that you might be growing at the same time. In you know.
1: California, they're lower growing, you know, in the drier places, it's lower growing, and then here it was. Uh, it was like over six feet tall, how mm-hmm. tall those stalks were. Yeah, stocks I've seen were. those tall, yeah. tall suckers, a but I haven't, I haven't a harvested seed. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they get them little prickles on it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful plant. But I, I have to say I was intimidated enough by the process because you had mm-hmm. to separate everything so much. And then, and then, you know, it's sitting there drying and then grinding. I'm very happy to purchase it.
3: Yeah. 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 And, and, <laughs> you know, and, and grinding the seeds as well um, – one of the one there's a, another advantage to having freshly ground seed, so yeah. it's not roasted. Yeah. Is there's just there's oils. It's really it's nice. Yeah, you know, good, I was going to ask about that. Good nutritive oils. And so in the uh, when you're when we're milling it at home in our mm-hmm. coffee grinders that we do, or our, yeah. us home herbalists do it, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we'll heat up the uh, seed a little too much when we're grinding it. Ah. So uh, so I you know I I have you know we have folks in town that that mill it. Professionally for right. us, and nice. uh, yeah. yeah, and that's a great resource, and that's what that's what that's what we do in our house. Yeah. Are they
1: just hand grinding
2: it?
3: Um, no, they're they probably, probably doing a large bulk. Grinding. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. There's there's when you're grinding special mills. Yeah, when you're grinding things like coffee in in mass, huge amounts of it. Mm-hmm. There's ways that they cool. The grind the machine as they're doing it, so it keeps the temperature controlled. Okay, it's
3: kind of grinding and flowing at the same time. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah. I could see potentially. I could see having keeping like you've got your milk seed or milk thistle, flax seed, and your milk thistle seeds. You know, just sitting there waiting Mm -hmm. next to each other for your daily smoothie, and you could hand grind them really easily. And you can if you're only talking about, you know, yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. You know, and if you're doing, uh, if you're having something like, you know, having it, adding it to a, uh, like a smoothie bowl or yeah. something like that. It does, if it's not ground, it's really fine, that's okay. It's as okay. Well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you added mm-hmm. it to like a salad or something like that, the way that cracked pepper. You know, mm-hmm. I like really lightly crack my mm-hmm. black pepper for those things.
3: Yeah, we got to get a little bit of a couple of pieces cut and stuck yeah. in your teeth for later. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
2: Is it contraindicated
1: with any medication or with any other herbs?
3: Um, you know, it it it, it can, uh, um, it, you know, it supports the different phases of detoxification. So, so it can uh, uh, contribute to um, uh, your body having more available of uh, of uh, some. Um, medications or other other nutrients that are that are processed with the liver
1: Mm, and stored there
3: yeah Mm -hmm. but it's uh, other than that it's it's uh, pretty safe you know one of the um, reasons that we use milk thistle is uh, is to protect the liver from Mm -hmm. from toxins so our liver is working 24 7 i know folks talk a lot about doing cleanses and i get that asked a lot people come in to see me and and natural grocers all the time saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. I want to do a cleanse." I said, "Well, you're doing a cleanse right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. We does that 24 does. seven. Yeah. And people just don't, often don't get that. Yeah. And uh, so we have different phases of detoxification, and uh, where milk thistle is really helpful is at intermediate time. So when we when we break something down in phase one of detoxification in our liver, the um, the uh, the, uh, the compounds are more toxic than they were before we broke them down. Right. And uh, yeah, smoke the like syllables will, will protect your batter. liver while the slower phase two part of detoxification happens. And so, an analogy I like to use for that, that really uh, I can really picture really well, uh, is um, you've all had an experience where you've broken a glass, a drawer mm-hmm. of something. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so, that glass is uh, all of a sudden becomes a little more dangerous yeah. once it's broken. So, you're not just going to pick it up and put it in, a, in, a, in the trash where somebody can push their hand in and push it down. Mm-hmm. You're probably gonna take the trash and sweep it up. And I mean it happens in our store all the time. Yeah. You put it in a box and you label it or you bring it right out to the dumpster. yeah And you know, so the, the milk thistle is kind of protecting us the same way you're protecting yourself by properly disposing of that broken glass.
2: Yeah. You know, it reminds me of that saying, Oh, it's gonna get worse before it gets better.
3: Exactly. Which is
2: usually also the the thing when we're talking about that thing, like from an emotional standpoint, emotional psychological. Mm-hmm that also all of that stuff that gets worse before it gets mm-hmm. better is the same chemical hormones that get processed in the liver. Yeah. And in many traditional cultures, the, you know, anger and frustration and all of that are processed in the liver and it usually gets worse before it gets
3: better. They sure are. And, you know, mm-hmm. often it's when, when somebody comes in to, to see me and for coaching or something, mm-hmm. and, and I can tell they're, you know, I mean, a lot of people are stressed right now. It's right, a special yeah. time and you know, right. whatever, With that regard besides our, our daily, uh, Life routines. And, but I can feel that that undercurrent of steward
2: yeah.
3: anger. And then they, then they see their diet, and there's a lot of toxins or maybe a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And so, yeah their liver is really needing some more support.
2: Yeah.
3: And, um, cause so their, their liver is working overtime. Oh, yeah. To, um, break down all, all the toxins. You know, we're getting, we're finding, uh, uh, um, fatty liver and other liver issues at much younger ages than we ever did before. Right? And, Didn't
2: you say? I I remember. I think I remember you saying there was a like this. There's a study showing yeah. it's showing up in like yeah, a twenty something. Yeah, twenty
3: between age twenty and and, um, and 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 thirty, we're finding um, cirrhosis. You know, damage from yeah. from alcohol, um, and just uh, um just a lot. The increase has been like. Uh, like 30% since 1999.
2: Right. And That's we're not necessarily
3: difference. seeing so it's not elderly people. folks that are right. that we're looking at. We're looking at, at, at 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds. And, yeah. I, and I did a class for our staff in the store. We do a monthly class for yeah. you know, nutrition education for our staff. Yeah. And I and I and a lot of a lot of thirty somethings and I, I share that statistic, and they're like looking at each other, like, like "Oh my god!" Like you know, and some of them had like last night, the night right. before, had been out drinking. So they, right? Like, yeah. So, so that's, I noticed that right after the class, um, getting some milk thistle to uh, smile. <laughs> <the, the> <laughs> so uh, I said, well, oh, it's okay.
2: one of those things that makes me think. When I was younger, I mean, when I was in my twenties, you know, we drank a lot. But mm-hmm. we didn't have the same amount of junk food and the same level of preservatives in our foods, you know, twenty twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as, as young people today are facing. So they're probably compromising their liver with a lot more than just the alcohol It's probably everything amidst their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, we also had I felt like when I look at how my generation felt when we were in college and starting out in the work world, we felt really very positive about and and hopeful. And we had this really bright future, you know, that song, the future's so bright, I've got to wear shades. Mm -hmm. That was my generation. And now I look at the people who are currently in their twenties and going into their thirties. And I mean, we're calling it the rental generation. They're struggling more than my generation need did you know and so i think they've got they've got a lot more frustrations and a lot more stress than we probably did mm-hmm. or of a different type anyway
3: you know and stress certainly certainly impacts us for sure and a lot in a lot of yeah. different levels uh you know uh, all of our uh well our our you know liver liver our liver is part of our digestive system and oh, yeah. our digestive system is really impacted and you know when our uh, when when we're when we're experiencing all this extra stress and and it impacts our digestion. And uh, sometimes that could lead, with a poor diet, can oh, yeah. lead to leaky gut. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and that's one of the ways also that all of a sudden we have, we have a myriad of different mm-hmm. toxins that end up and metabolites that end up, that oh, our yeah. liver has to deal with. Yeah. So that's certainly uh, indicated uh, as being, you know, again, you know, it's just it's a different time than it was uh, it is. 20, 30 years ago. And um, just, just really, really impacted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it. It makes me not so much question whether or not the, the herbalist that originally taught me about milk thistle years ago was right or not. I think it's more a matter of the times have changed mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. I bet you if I went back and found that herbalist, the answer that I got on it would be completely different. They'd probably be saying much the same as what you're saying, which is, yeah, you can have it every day and it's good for you.
3: <laughs> you, know, and, and there, you know, and there's other other herbs and other, other ways we can support our... Um, our liver as well that are good. The Ayurvedic uh, medicine uh, uh, system has some, some amazing herbs as well, and I don't remember all the specific names, but uh, but they're really uh, really helpful as well, and they work a little bit different uh, in a little different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know how we use milk thistle is you know well you know I want to get back to um, you know, the protecting our liver. Yeah. And uh, so one of the things that milk thistle helps us to do. Is it helps us to produce glutathione in our liver, and that protects the liver from those toxins.
2: Makes sense, yeah, and, which is uh, helpful, yeah. And, <laughs> you know,
3: and I know I have folks coming to, to coming in often. that They want to buy glutathione supplements, which we have. Mm-hmm. But when when we can uh, support glutathione production on our own, it's it's much more much effective, better. yeah, and really is beneficial. And it's just a, it's such a key and important nutrient for our whole body that we produce in our liver and, and milk thistle again is one of the ways we we produce that. So it's like a, you know, our, our, our bodies really are really geared towards self-preservation.
2: They are, they are. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we're
3: just, just a way that another way that we can then do that when we were eat, you know, having, uh, um, you know, our food was homemade and we didn't have our happy meal diets.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we,
3: uh, we had less of a, less of less stress in general in yeah. our lives. And, and, uh, so now, now we have more. And, and um, we, we do find also that milk thistle, so that teaspoon that, that we have no. um, is great for uh, the powder, can be really good for uh, maintenance. But some of the, the Silomar and some of the beneficial constituents get damaged by gastric juices as well.
2: Uh. So one
3: of the ways that we'll, we'll, you'll see uh, uh, milk thistle extract available in the um, health food stores is in a form that's called the phytosome form. Oh, what's where, that? where the milk thistle is combined with a concentrated lecithin ah. and also called Okay. And the um, is protects the milk thistle's constituents <laughs> so that we can benefit them and then produce that, that glutathione and, and do all the different ways that we support our liver in between the different phases of detoxification.
2: So would that be a case where it might make sense to... Do some of your milk thistle in capsule form because it'll protect mm-hmm. it further. And yep. then do some of it as straight powder. So you're right. getting it at both points in your diet. That's, that's what
3: system. I, that's my practice typically is I'll have uh, my milk thistle powder and then I'll also have a, some phytosome daily as well.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is a kind of a loosely based liver friendly diet? I mean, assuming that people don't have other health conditions or... What would be the key pieces that you would put in there?
3: Um, well, liver-loving foods are uh, our biggest liver-loving foods are uh, cruciferous vegetables,
2: like broccoli,
1: and, and
3: broccoli and kale and uh,
2: those good dark greens and those,
3: you know, those dark leafy greens. Uh, beets is also very healthy for. Beets liver and, and that beet powder, that right? Beet powder, right? Talked about that on, <laughs> on, on the on the podcast, yeah. and uh, that's a good stuff. definitely. Um, all, all the vegetables are, are healthy for mm-hmm. our liver, and uh, um, you know, but processed foods are just really problematic. Yeah, you know, they're just so highly processed, our body doesn't really they recognize don't... those. And
2: yeah,
3: and uh, you know, back to the stress aspect as mm-hmm. well. Um, a lot of folks, and maybe some of you, um, have that. Either have you have this issue is is um, sleeping through the night.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. That's
3: an yep. issue. Constant. Constant. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so when, when, when folks come to see me because, they you know, they, they need, they're in the standing in the sleep aisle in the store and I'll say, the sleep products. And I, you know, I and I said, well, when are you you're having trouble falling asleep or having trouble mm-hmm. staying asleep? And so I fall asleep fine. I just wake up and, you know, after about four or five know. hours. Yeah. And I said, well, they're probably not having a valerian deficiency. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, no. You're probably okay there. Yeah, the <laughs> are Yeah. But they're having, yes. they're hypoglycemic.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. So they wake up. Yes.
3: So yeah. we say, well, let's let's look at how we can support your liver because your liver is involved mm-hmm. in converting. Your liver will store um, blood uh, sh- blood sugar, sugar, mm-hmm. glucose, yeah, so called blood sugar as glycogen, and then as your body needs that, it'll convert it right. so that you can have that between meals. It's yeah. how your body runs mm-hmm. uh, between meals. You'll you'll store some glycogen in your muscles, but mostly in in your liver, and that whole process of the you know your adrenals producing cortisol cortisol telling your liver okay um convert some glycogen to to uh to blood sugar to glucose mm-hmm. and it wakes us up yeah so often i'll i'll have some sense. folks in, instead of trying a sleep aid um trying mm-hmm. some uh milk thistle
2: so do you have them take it morning noon At, night with dinner, anytime with, with dinner with, with dinner i was thinking as you were talking about i was thinking that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. um Milk thistle to me sounds like it's it would be like restorative to the liver. So well, got, it builds it, builds the liver.
3: Well it does it, some yeah, it it yeah, builds the liver's function. The function one of the functions yeah. of the liver is blood sugar balance.
2: Yeah. And I think it's I can't remember the time period, but I think it was like eleven eight PM to like one AM or something like that mm-hmm. is the time according to like the Chinese calendar of when your liver is rebuilding, or when that, you know, that organ in that system is mm-hmm. rebuilding. So repairing, rebuilding. And it's the beginning of the sleep cycle, and if you have your milk thistle shortly before that, and then it can use it to rebuild, that should help extend your ability mm. to sleep longer.
3: And one of the reasons we do more of that um, that night work is because mm-hmm. we're we're sleeping and we're not our body's not using energy yes. for digestion and everything else. So it's also when we break down and rebuild our bones. Yes. So you know we're doing a lot of things at night. That's it's also when we're we're storing. Uh, Things we learned in our in our hippocampus, you know, that's yeah. when the filing process yes. happens.
2: All the organization, yeah. yeah. So yeah. all
3: the things are happening while we're sleeping. But if we're not sleeping, those things aren't happening. They're not
2: happening, yeah.
3: So we we get you know toxic on all sorts of other levels, and uh, so it's uh, um, it's just really just um, really an important part of that picture. Yeah, you know, looking the- at that
2: if i remember right that isn't it the human growth hormone isn't made until about six hours into sleep you have to have a six solid hours of sleep before you can even get to your body making the hormones for growth yeah that, and that six hours yeah. is all about that storing what has happened mm-hmm. detoxifying you know cleaning up the mess from the previous day so that you can get on yeah. with the next day
3: so you know for my yeah. for myself uh a good day is when I've slept all night,
2: right? <laughs> and you know, as we get older, you
3: know, there's other things that come into play, and yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that pretty regularly myself, I'll get, I'll, I don't know, what you used to remember, but I'll get up at least once at at night to use the restroom. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but without any difficulty falling back to sleep, right? So that's when you know things are working. And that's working, the key. Working you can go good. right
2: back to sleep. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And I haven't always had it work that way. So right? that's, always, that's <laughs> a great achievement. And, and I believe that, you know, that you know that's part of the picture. And also, um, you know, thistle is also kidney protective.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So if we're okay. supporting our kidney function, then also that can support that, you know, as we get older, men yeah. and women um, ending up having to... Uh, to 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 um, get up in the middle of the night, or get up a couple of times, or uh, whatever. And uh, kidney protective for me is um, um, uh, is really important. I uh, I'm celebrating uh, in November, 18 years since I had kidney cancer.
2: Yay! And
3: uh, so uh, and and 18 is a is a really great number.
2: That's a big and number. I'm really, really I excited. love that number. I'm really
3: excited <laughs> about that. And the Hebrew tradition it, it spells the the, uh, the word high, which is life.
2: Beautiful. And.
3: Uh, so um, I am feeling in a celebratory mode for that. But I, I believe that my my left kidney, that's my only kidney that I don't want to spare anymore, is healthier because wow. I've been trying to support because my of- liver. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, whatever we support, any of our uh, organs of elimination or any part of our digestive system, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, we support the rest.
2: Yes. That makes
1: a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Wow. So is hydration a big part of that too?
3: Yeah, hydration is always, uh, um, we, we you know, we always talk about uh, uh, water intake of being half our body weight in ounces of water so that we have uh, water for all of our cells to do all of mm-hmm. our processes. <clears throat> Each of our billions of cells um, has things to do, and water is part of that, part of maintaining the cell membrane and um, just the uh, blood volume mm-hmm. you know, no. at so many different levels.
2: So I've got to ask you the question that I've, been asked, and I honestly sometimes feel like I'm not sure if I'm really answering it right. So you're take, supposed to take about somewhere than you would have half your weight's worth of volume and water. So let's say you weigh 100 pounds. It would be 50 ounces of water yeah. roughly that you're going to take in each day. Is that just straight water? What if you have three mugs of tea? Does that count? Well, what about if it's coffee? Does that, that, that count? That depends. Well, <laughs> if, it's,
3: if, it's, if it's herbal tea mm-hmm. and you haven't sweetened it with anything – you can counts? pretty much count that because okay. your body doesn't have to yes. do a lot. It's not a whole big like, process that you have to do, a whole digestive process to to liberate that water. Uh, uh, if you're having well. coffee, it's um, actually the opposite because coffee is diuretic. Yes. So if is. you have that 16-ounce latte, you're going to pee out an extra 20 ounces of water.
2: So if your herbal tea happens to be a lot of dandelion leaves and other diuretic herbs, yeah, eh, that, maybe not that, as much. That
3: would be not as – yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good to just have it be water. Nice. And uh, one of the things that I've been using for my hydration process um, uh, lately has been uh, um, a a salt uh, solution called Soleil. I don't know if you've heard of that.
2: No, I haven't.
3: And uh, so it's a a way to get... the trace minerals and sodium into nice. solution, so that you can nice. have get it into your so you can body. actually absorb them. Right? <laughs> right. So what what I do is I take a quart jar, quart mm-hmm. mason jar with a plastic lid, because I'm working with salts and which is
2: yeah corrosive. Is, yeah.
3: Right. And um, I put a, about a cup to cup and a half of really good quality Himalayan salt or real salt or Celtic salt. Mix that in with the water. And uh, leave that to sit overnight, and in the morning you'll see there's still a layer of salt
2: uh-huh. on
3: the bottom, so you know that that solution is is um, has has all, the has all of the take. mineral trace minerals and sodium yeah. that it can hold. It's fully saturated.
2: Right. right.
3: So I start my day with a uh, a teaspoon. Okay. I use plastic teaspoon. <laughs> a teaspoon of that solution in a, in about right. 16 ounce glass of water. And that's okay. the first thing I Supports your body's <laughs> acid alkaline balance. After yeah. you've been after you've been fast, not drinking all night, you're dehydrated, yeah. so it helps get get hydrated, and the trace minerals that are in that solution, you know, uh, help yeah. you to deliver the water to your cells.
2: I love that, you and you scared me because I was afraid you were going to tell me. And now <laughs> drink you drink that quart? <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: no, that's but, that's not drinkable. It's really, no, um, that it, really It has a little bit of a salty taste. Yeah, you know, some people like will say a... oh, it's too salty. I can't <laughs> drink it. said, so, well. You know, and, you know, I'm sure the uh, the scientists when they were developing Gatorade at the University of Florida, probably um, that's more of what they intended. I've read yeah. some other research papers that the si- same scientists worked on. And I know they weren't intending to the <laughs> abomination that Gatorade is, you know, with all the artificial coloring and sweet- right. sweeteners and all that yuckiness.
2: I bet if you were to take a nice strong infusion with some like nettle and raspberry leaf and mm-hmm. oat straw and then add that salt. Soleil, that that infused salt mm-hmm. water to it that would make a really outstanding.
3: Yeah, I've actually done that, that with. Um, really I've good. done it um, how I learned from Susan Weed is you know to uh, take my uh, um, my uh, nettles and let mm-hmm. it uh, steep overnight, yes. infuse overnight, yeah. and usually add a little bit of peppermint, mm-hmm. and then add a add a teaspoon to that, and it's really yeah. a great way. Uh, um, or you know, you know, when it's nettle season, you can just add some of that right. sole to your. Um, your your sautéed nettles That's as well.
2: Fair. I like the idea of doing that Sole. I think that will bump up my 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 homemade Gatorade a
3: notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great way. You know, a lot of folks want you know want are looking at the electrolytes. Yeah, real yeah. the importance of uh, getting those and and there's a there's a lot of uh, um, sodium uh, phobia.
2: Yes, there is know, in our
3: society, and we need to start out of that as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And when we have it in that form and. Um, in that natural um, uh, um, solution, it's kind of a you know mm. a, a natural way that nature intended us to to get that yeah. instead, of yeah. of uh, yes. instead of a bag of Doritos. Instead of a bag of Doritos, you know, I mean, we like we like that yeah. crunchiness of the real. But what I find, you know, I love chips.
1: Yes,
3: and I do chips too. are not a good thing for me to eat. I don't okay, really yeah. feel good afterwards. Right. And some, you know, there's healthier versions, and we can have cassava chips now that are made out of you know the whole yucca root. Um, but I'm finding that they're all too salty. They and finally, are, one, of they the, are salty. one of the versions of cassava chips we have called Siete chips that we have in the store, they, they have a no-salt version.
0: Nice. And it's perfect. It's
3: like, wow. And I've always loved that. That's always been one of the reasons I've liked wow. the, um, the chips is that saltiness.
1: Yeah. Because a lot of the roots have their own natural sodium yeah, levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And I'm finding that I don't salt food. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I not because i'm afraid of using it is that i don't need it and,
2: once you get and, used to uh, not salting and you're not eating a lot of processed foods when you start eating all the really salted stuff it tastes wrong right
3: and that's, mm-hmm. a, that's yeah. like a victory yeah when, it, when, <laughs> when something is not good for you doesn't taste good that's, it. Yes. that's a good thing yes
1: um in my clinic we have a lot of people come through with hepatitis and mm-hmm. some yeah. of the liver issues that you're talking about mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm a big fan as well of the dandelion and Mm -hmm. milk thistle thing. We found people have been having great success by adding turmeric, black Mm -hmm. pepper to that mix as well. Can you talk about your experience with that?
3: You know, turmeric also has that same aspect of helping your body produce glutathione. So that's a good thing. We're finding um, sometimes with the black pepper we have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Not to have too much, because one of the ways that, that black pepper will support absorption of um, of nutrients is that it helps with uh, opening the tight junctions in our intestinal wall. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's uh, we're, we're finding in some of the research that it's it's opening those um, those a little bit too much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So we could be contributing to leaky gut.
2: Mm-hmm. It seems like using, some people are more susceptible too. Yeah,
3: and. Uh, so you know, and turmeric doesn't really need to be absorbed to benefit for us to benefit. When right. we have it in our system, first of all, it's going to disrupt uh, unhealthy biofilms in our intestine. Mm-hmm. In any form, just have the, the just the plain basic root, yeah, and or the, the ground, the powdered root, and, um, and I think we learned from the Ayurvedic uh, yeah. teachers that it's not about absorption; it's just about our body knows what to do with it if we, yeah, exactly. if we use it. We don't really need to do that, and and I think that's part of. Um, I have to say, I think maybe Western herbalism trying to be uh, allopathic yeah, uh, and um, looking at that aspect and, uh, but we can benefit from it just by having the milk, just by having the turmeric and whatever. Just in your food. this most mm-hmm. simplest form in our food. Yeah. So it's hard sometimes in food, it's a strong flavor. And, uh, it is, but
2: you don't need a lot of it uh-huh. in any dish. Yeah. And if you can get it fresh, that actually that changes the flavor. It sweetens it considerably. It's mm, not it's nearly delicious, as I think. Yeah, it's not nearly as strong a flavor. Yeah, I, I, I will
3: use um, you know both fresh uh, turmeric and fresh ginger root, mm-hmm. which are related. And, yeah, and uh, I'll use those together and, and, and a, in a tea or mm-hmm. you know with a little bit of licorice. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, sounds fabulous! And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm a happy camper. Yeah, the- it's
1: an excellent digestive mm-hmm. formula. We've been using that. It's In a um, a syrup, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, not only patient compliancy but also the non alcoholic version is right. it's like a cup yeah. of um, turmeric with six peppercorns, and we're slow cooking that, and then adding the honey, so you end up with about a um, perhaps a little over a quart mm-hmm. uh, afterwards, and that's an amazingly concentrated amount mm-hmm. of of syrup. Mm-hmm. It's probably really tasty. Yeah, I think sounds, I, sounds when sounds I'm saying great. like now I'm saying a quart, but now I'm thinking of the larger, the bottle. It's a half, so half gallon. Yeah, yeah sorry, half gallon. Yeah. Ignore that one. But yeah, in that, uh, people are are compliant and taking it, and then they're they're getting good lab results back mm-hmm. with that.
3: It's great. That's good to That's, that you can. That you can actually—that's one of the things I miss about not being uh, working in the clinic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is um, trying stuff is, out and... is—I uh, don't, but I also don't—you—you you don't get that same information.
2: Yeah, you know, the folks test come right, in okay. and see me and
3: they say they feel better,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: I don't get yeah. to look at those um, results. lab results and go like, "Yes, you're. This is why you're feeling better because yeah. you know, or you know, you're you're maybe not feeling quite as good as you want to feel yet, but you, you're you're getting better. The labs are telling us that, so keep yeah. doing it." Mm-hmm. So that's wonderful that uh, you have that, that aspect, that, yeah. that uh, um, it's great um, reinforcement. Yeah, it uh, really helps people feel helps more empowered. Probably and, helps with oh, compliance definitely. as well.
1: Because they're looking at numbers and, and you know, it's, it's good victory. to feel good. But it's, it's, a, also... vic- it's a victory too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And In a which
3: world where really we don't age. have a lot of victories. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, that's one of the things where doing some of the traditional types of stuff like, oh, let me see your tongue. And then mm-hmm. when they come back, let me see it again. Now I can see the scalloping at the edges is... Not as strong, or I can see the colors changed mm-hmm. since I can't do labs, mm-hmm. but I can see the use the traditional, you know, ways of of doing. I don't want to say diagnosis because that's the wrong word, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. The traditional ways of looking at what pathologies are present, yeah. and assessment. Maybe you can use assessment. assessment. Thank assessment. you. That's a much that's better,
1: better
3: word. My, one of my favorite yeah. words. Well, you know, working as a nutritional therapist, that's something uh-huh. that I uh, as part of my uh, uh, scope of, yeah. of work is uh, assessment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then I work with physicians for the diagnosis. Very aspect. good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, being able to use traditional ways like, I mean, the liver is that on your tongue, it's represented by the outer edges. So seeing it being really fiery red means mm-hmm. your liver's too hot, which means you've got to cool it down. It's over, it's working too hard. Mm-hmm. It's like an engine that's overheating. And when you see it looking sort of purplish on the side edges, There's stagnation. It's not moving. So that's where you want to get herbs that'll help move it along. So I would probably pair dandelion with milk thistle then Mm -hmm. to help protect the cells and not move too much energy, but get the energy in the blood moving, Mm -hmm. you know? And so being able to look at someone and say, oh, well, you know, (laughs) at least I can see your tongue looks better.
3: You know, and part part of that aspect of all that, that seeing those results is... um, we're 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 seeing hopefully um, less inflammation.
2: Yes, you
3: know, and yeah. that's another way that milk thistle supports mm-hmm. health. It's it's an inflammation modulator as well. Yeah. So that's a that's a great aspect. You know, when we look at the pathology of diseases that we have mm-hmm. in our society, every disease is related to inflammation.
2: Yes,
3: because is, is a component of inflammation. Yeah. And. Um, whether it's immune or you know any any aspect, yeah, um, everything we we deal with. So any way that we can, any tool that we can have in our toolbox to support inflammation modulation, and uh, hopefully we're not throwing inflammatory <laughs> foods and substances, but we are always doing that.
2: Yeah, sometimes just breathing the air is going to bring that into your system, inflammatory substances. Yeah,
3: <laughs> can, <know>? <laughs> can we can do that, and sometimes we get. Um, we get a little bit over stressed about those kind of things, and have mm-hmm. to do it perfect. And uh, one of the ways that—and I don't know the, the pathology for that or the actual mechanism—but milk thistle has been shown to support that uh, kind of easing. That you know, we get up, mm-hmm. we get obsessed a little bit or a little too focused on uh, on a specific thing, and uh, milk thistle helps to uh, ameliorate that as well. Oh, nice. So. Nice. So there's just a lot of different ways that it can uh, it can support. Uh, I was uh, reading some research um, earlier today about um, they did a study with women uh, that were lactating. Hmm. And they found that, that uh, milk thistle was also an uh, excellent galactagogue, very safe.
2: Interesting. And That's uh, nice.
3: they found, I think nope. it was one study with 50 women, they found an uh, 80% increase mm-hmm. of milk production.
2: That makes sense. So it's been
3: used also with uh, cattle in, in Europe. Yeah. Nice. I think in Germany they were doing the study, and I think nice. they have been using it with cattle, with dairy cows, yeah. and so on. Well, we should yeah. do some studies for uh, for humans as well. Human, you yeah. the human trials? And I always I'm enjoy sure reading human trials more than you know the um, when, when they're using animals and animal, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, so that's another toolbox as well. Yeah. You know, it's 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 an inexpensive tool. So when we yeah. can find uh, ways that we can support all those basic, mm-hmm. uh, um, basic parts of our life, whether it's you know lactation after when we're nursing, or we're um, just helping our liver do its you know process that uh, that beer I had last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tasted really good, and it, you know mm-hmm. hopefully it's not having any kind of negative impact the next day.
2: Yeah. Well, and if you're constantly taking care of business and cleaning up, mm-hmm. then a, a little bit of transgression here and there should be okay. Everything I mean, in moderation, yeah. right? Well, that's like
3: that's what my mom always told me. Yeah. And our, you know, our bodies have a, you know, just amazing capacity to try to do that. We just, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, we <laughs> we just get in the way of that.
2: So we just mm-hmm. got to get out of our livers way.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. And love our livers.
1: Well, it's been really nice to have you here again. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing all that wisdom about milk thistle. And how do people, if they have questions, get a hold of you?
3: Well, they can come in to see me in, in Eugene at the, the natural grocery store. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, you teach classes I there I teach a lot. I teach classes there. I teach classes in, in many venues around the community, Eugene community. And um, I, have, I even have one scheduled in January at the Eugene library. So, so nice. check your library schedule. And uh um I can be reached at 541 five four one three four five thirty three hundred.
0: 3300 I don't know if we wanna put that on there, but can you have a Facebook page that people could contact you with? Um no. You
2: can do the direct call to link on the show notes.
0: Okay. I just yeah. that's a that's a different one. You know, usually people don't do that.
1: Oh, the oh. phone number?
0: A direct phone number.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So okay. usually it's an email or it's a Facebook I, or I can a, give you an email address. That's probably a better thing to put on than your yeah. phone number, okay.
2: <laughs> and we can edit that little conversation. Okay. Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so, what would your email address be then?
3: My email address is uh, nhc.eu at naturalgroceries.com.
2: Lovely, and so we'll have that in the show notes for everyone.
3: Great. And I'm available for free one-on-one health coaching.
2: Lovely.
3: By appointment, and also if you have if your organization would like need to come as a speaker to speak on any kind of health topic, I am available to do that as well.
1: Thank you. And we, I've seen your articles that you've written in various magazines as well.
3: Yeah, I currently have a weekly column in the uh, Creswell Mm -hmm. Creswell newspaper that serves uh, Creswell, Pleasant Hill, Cottage Grove, and hopefully some of Eugene.
1: Well, thank you again very much, Yakov. It was wonderful.
3: My pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: And as always, put put an herb on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any results.